Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nearly Footballers podcast with Zuhum, Moody, Naeem. Naeem is out of action though this week. Moody, how are you, mate? I'm good, I'm good. If I sound a bit low, yeah. I'm sorry, this, 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 this weekend has not been the best in terms of football. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, it's, not, it's not easy to wake up and go ahead and record a podcast when your team's lost that heavily to a team they shouldn't be losing to. Arsenal, obviously, the shock results. Is it really, though? It I mean, is, I guess is, it is. It is. It is. It's a shock result. Let us be honest. Shock results versus Aston Villa, 3-0 at the Emirates. Uh, not exactly the best way to cap off. <sighs> and, 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 and essentially <laughs> just... Honestly, it's, it's not. To think, to think that we have to... To think that we have to... To think that we have to... Look at this result for the next two weeks in another for another international break is is just so. No, but this is, uh, this is this is typical Arsenal. This it is typical Arsenal. It is typical Arsenal. But anyway, let's not get into it first. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we'll save the worst for last, not the best for last this time. But for many people, it's gonna be the best for last. That's those many people are sadistic. They're, they're, yeah, they are. They are, to be fair. <laughs> okay, so let's do a quick roundup of the Premier League fixtures for uh, game week eight. So and, yeah, on Friday, Brighton, Burnley, nil nil. Brighton, boring, uh, nothing boring to discuss. Game, yeah. Southampton, the surprise, you could say a surprise package in the run, but I mean, it's kind of early. But Let's call them former league leaders. They were so happy. Did you see their Twitter? Because yeah, the first time since I think 1989, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, and it was just so cute. Yeah, it was really I mean, cute. I come liked on, it. you have to listen. In life, you take the little wins you get. Definitely, you take the little, and then wins. you try and build on. That's yeah. a Monday motivation there for yeah. you guys. Oh All right. yeah, All right. fair on. enough. Che Adams uh, off a Theo Walcott assist and Stuart Armstrong the yeah. the scorers. To be honest, on the day. Newcastle, uh, Newcastle, it was mistakes they made. Like mm. Almiron, I honestly don't know how this guy is a. Premier the Premier League player because Mimi. the first goal they conceded this guy you know when you do the Cruyff turn yeah he did it like five times in the same place and I was like my G <laughs> you had you you know outside I don't get? your box what I don't get about Almiron is I don't know how to classify him as a, as a player you know how you can say centre forward midfielder attacking midfielder I don't know what he is he's one of those players he's one of those players where the manager is thinking oh he's versatile I can play him on the left I can play him but he just doesn't know where to play him that's why yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know what he has on Newcastle and why he's on the first team <laughs> but um, alright fair enough save that um, time so we move on to the Saturday early kickoff. Uh, the fact that this was early kickoff, first of all, was very surprising because Why? Man United played Wednesday night. Right? <laughs> <laughs> checky, checky. Tuesday... Uh, both saw both Man City and Liverpool play. Oh, this is why Ole was fuming. This is why Ole was fuming, of course. Oh, okay. They played the first game, okay? Early kickoff, <laughs> 12.30 on a Saturday. And then... Ch- uh, City, Liverpool, both who play against each other, obviously, uh, play Sunday, four thirty. Like it just doesn't make sense. And honestly, I agree with him, bro. And and wait, when we get to Arsenal, I'm going this the way. What you just mentioned with the early kickoff fixture pileup, I'll 
I will mention something that I'll keep mentioning it and I'm just telling you guys now just listen. I'm going to be an advocate for what I will say and I will always be saying I'll be that annoying guy who's like can this guy just let that story go? I'm not letting it go. No, I think I think I think we've already established that you're yeah, that yeah, annoying I'm guy to letting, be fair. Yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> not letting it go. You're fucking annoying me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Everton Manchester United this was supposed to be a big game. It was a big game. Uh but after Everton. after 19 minutes man Bernard scored a cheeky goal. Everton didn't show up. They did. I mean they were initially nah, nah, in 1-0 nah, 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 up, nah. didn't Let's they? Let's just be honest. Everton didn't show up man because uh if you look at it how do you let uh, Manu come back in such a short space amount of time? You mm. know like that one goal they scored yeah we give them we give them their goal and all but honestly their shadow captain Bruno Fernandes, uh, he took the game by the scrum. He did, man. Twenty fifth minute. Um, that's about four, f- six minutes later. They they equalize, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, thirty in the thirty second minute, he gets the second as well. Albeit a bit lucky, it was the second goal was a bit lucky because you know he just ran across it. Nobody really touched, but he'll take it. Of course he will. Of course he will. Even if even if it wasn't his, Rashford would have put that in. So I'll be honest with you though. In 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 this game, I I didn't catch up with it up until about the seventieth minute. I got home after work quite a bit late. So what I saw in the seventieth minute was both teams trying to get the the crucial goal. Of course, United are two one up. Whoever scores the next goal keeps keeps the game alive. Or kills it, right? And what I saw in that last 20 minutes was a lot of mispasses from both teams. It was very, very end-to-end. I know Bruno Fernandes played well because I caught up with the highlights and, and saw that he, in the no, first half if you, especially. If you actually watch the yeah, that's why I think you've advised me this before. Highlights mm. is, doesn't give you the real picture. Yeah, of it doesn't, play. it doesn't. But Everton... Even extended highlights don't yeah, do Yeah, lack of closing down, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like, uh, if you watched how they were playing, especially Fernandez, he really took um, the... Responsibility. Pockets, yeah, those pockets of spaces that ah. you leave. You know, normally if you see him drifting, he just chills. Yeah. But Everton was lit. It's like they weren't seeing him. Mm. They just... Those pockets of spaces they were leaving was too much. No one was closing them down. Mm. So... We give props to Manu. Honestly, yeah, a lot of people. It could have been four-one as well, you know. Yeah, a lot of people always talk about how Ole out, Ole this, Ole that. But in terms of uh, this new generation of former players becoming managers, mm-hmm. this new uh, <laughs> this new craze. What, <laughs> it, it, what is it? it? It's it's a it's. Let's just say, call it fashion. Yeah, because it's you know, fashionable. Football, has, as much as we always say it has become business, but now it's becoming more, it's entering really into the yeah. business realm. And this, the, hiring a former player, you know, it makes for good uh, Stability, PR press, you yeah, know. PR. And, uh, they, yeah. they know they have the blood, they have the blood. In they, the get, they get so much <laughs> social media content, by the way. They, get, they start interviewing the players, Rashford, Atanza. Yeah, you see now with, with OGS, we've been working on our finishing. Yeah, you, see, so you know, Arteta O's, do you need that nonsense, all of that nonsense. But yeah, OGS is, I'd say he's one of the best uh, tactically speaking mm. in terms of, cause, Ooh, uh, cause that's uh, a big, that's a big statement from no, you. No, no, he is one of the best because uh, Lampard has his shortcomings uh, even though his team is coming up. Mm. Ateta, he's showing that he's, he's more of a motivational coach than Ouch. a tactical, no, we'll get into that. We'll get into it, we'll get into it. But uh, yeah, I honestly think OGS doesn't get the credit he deserves. Yeah, I mean, think about it. They beat an Everton side that are led by Ancelotti. one of one of the greatest managers ever, Carlo Ancelotti. And you know, as as soon as 
I saw a lot of banter, obviously. It's just bans, but I don't, I don't know how seriously you can take it. But of course, uh, a lot of people, especially Arsenal fans, would be like, Arteta taught Ole a tactical class that day. Uh, stories! Uh, stories! But then, but then OGS, you know, not being given enough credit for winning a game of football against Everton. Uh, I, think, I think he should be given that much credit because he's, for, he's done it before against Pep Guardiola. For sure, you know, uh, against Frank Lampard, against so many, so many other good managers. Um, so yeah, fair, fair play to them. Cavani also getting on the scoreline. I mean, Radu Malfalcao is finally starting that, to play. That, that was that was, <laughs> that was that was more of a Fernandez uh, pity assist. I'm going pity to say assist. it because he honestly, could have shot. he could have, could have been a hat trick, and, yeah. and it was Pickford in goal. You know, yeah, it could have been so a hat trick. Uh, Pickford did make a great save. Like I said, I it could have been. I don't care, man, about Pickford. Don't tell me these stories, <laughs> man. The fact that Gareth against South, Rashford. Nah, bro. The fact that Gareth Southgate said that literally there is no one else knocking on the door for yeah. his position. I swear to one God, I'm not. Listen, today, guys, I'm not trying. I'm not a manual advocate, but Dean Henderson could literally fight for that position. Of course he can, because. He's had much better games. Pickford, I'll give him that his reaction is okay. Like he's one of his but his decision of, yeah, making. But his decision making is he fumbles the ball yeah, yeah, too yeah. many times. That's that's the thing with Pickford. I think he'll he'll he, just before the international break he'll put in a decent performance and then gets chosen again. Yeah, but though I would say the one from <laughs> the Maguire incident, it wasn't yeah. he who fumbled. If you looked, uh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, he, Maguire so pushed him definitely. All right, no worries. So uh, we finish up the roundup with uh, at least the Saturday games. Crystal Palace Leeds. beating Leeds four one, and I thought. Man, I felt bad for Leeds because man. they were denied a clear goal. I normally, in my I normally don't cuss, but fuck Leeds, man. How can you let Crystal Palace show you off like that? Man? What? Yo, did you see Eze's free kick? The boy who was rejected by I don't know how many clubs. Uh, how many Premier League clubs? Before man. That he made free it. kick was beef. A bigger, bigger. Uh, nah, you have a to. Bigger Eze. I, I thought I thought he would have that kind of an impact because you could see the way that he plays. Right, he just plays with this confidence. He doesn't care who's in front of him, and you need to have that. And, and it's very similar to the way Zaha plays. But clearly, VAR had a massive influence <laughs> on that game because Crystal Palace go one nil up. Okay, Leeds. Uh, Leeds are supposed to have equalized. And, and leveled it up, but then apparently this guy's shoulder is onside no, because no, because he was pointing. It was his elbow. They said it was his elbow. Like. But you can't score with your elbow. Yeah, but no, no. I, I remember. I remember uh, at the beginning of the season they were they were distinguishing. Yeah, right? the, from where, where where the arm, arm should be. Yeah, and it's around where the shoulder ends. That's where everything else is is you can't score you can't from that score right that, yeah. so apparently because of him pointing Stretching to where up. yeah where he wants the ball to go Bro, it's, i it's, mean it's, honestly it's, it's, it's killing it's, it's the corruption, game it's corruption it's I corruption it's corruption no what <laughs> lie you can't tell me it's anything else because how can you say oh yeah you can't score with your arm mm. and for example uh, and uh, if you're a striker and in that position especially in the game the, mm. the center backs are looking at who's delivering the ball but they're also trying to watch you so I can't shout, yo, Zuhum, so give me the through pass. It's a natural so I show thing. You, so as a striker, if you're telling me I can't even stretch my arm because I'll be offside. You might be offside. So yeah. what, I'm supposed to wink at the guy the direction just, just I'm going? eyebrow, eyebrow okay, flick. Heavy, bro, heavy. You yeah. know, no, just rock. give him that rock, the rock. Eyebrow. That's just, just honestly... It's, it's, it's killing the game because you've taken all kinds of benefits of the doubt from, from, from strikers. And and and, and it, honestly, it is honestly it is, and you could see how much it affected him because these guys eventually score their free kick, fantastic free kick. They get a they get a goal back, right? 
Um, but I guess I don't know, man. It's just it's just. That is game, definitely honestly. Crystal Palace's best player. I, I I think when I watched that game, I saw something that I haven't seen in Zaha a lot. Because mm. normally he's known as a player who dribbles, you know, creates those chances, odd chances for you. Yep. But his yep. assist yep. game has improved, man. Like his vision for Andre Ayew's goal, the last goal. Yeah, I think I think we always thought. He could. He had the ability. It's just his decision making. Was I think the no. Issue, he has. Right? Mo- there's more responsibility on him now. But mm, Eze is also there to lighten to up help the exactly area. because I thought in as much as Andrew Townsend is a good prem- is a decent Premier League no. winger, he's not the kind that will take Crystal Palace, you know, to mid table or whatever. The point is though, um, it's it's. I think I think that result is more down to VAR. Uh, and bad luck, especially if you remember Helder Costa, by the way, his yeah, own goal. His, no, keeper, keeper, keeper. What the hell? But that's the thing. I I hate the keeper because he's given me minus one points on <laughs> FPL. Now I have Helder Costa on my team, and it's a bit unfortunate. But there you go. Uh, anyway, the next game, Sheffield, Chelsea, Chelsea. Look, I didn't expect. Uh, a decent performance from Sheffield. I, I saw the goal was one nil. Uh, the the scoreline, sorry, was one nil. And I mentioned to, to you yeah, on the I group. I think I called you. And yeah, you're, you're like, like Yo, are you playing? Chelsea is losing, and I'm like, uh, to who? I honestly Sheffield, didn't know who yeah. they were playing. Yeah, and I was like, what? but the, you remember what I said? I said one nil two. That's it. One nil Pekiake. Like only one nil. So I expected them to win, especially with the quality they have on the pitch. I mean, Hakim Ziyech is clearly the difference maker. At Chelsea, two assists. Um, oh, he <laughs> he's, has he's more putting freedom. He has, and I'm, I'm, you know, you're clearly going to know I'm an Arsenal fan, even though people don't say it. But we really need a player like Ziyech. We Honestly, really did. If we, we really were going did. to get rid of the traditional number ten, then why don't you get a player who suits this new modern yeah. number ten wide position? forward kind yeah. of thing? Because that's what they did to Grealish. He's mm. a playmaker. Push him to the wing. But uh, he cuts inside. He has freedom to do whatever he wants. Di Maria, push him to the wing. L- literally, they've changed. They've switched the, or the traditional... Yeah. T- what are these called? Terraquista. Terraquista. They've confused me with those the names, The type man. of player who, like Ozil... Yeah, uh, yeah. The traditional Go- number 10. Toti, mm. those type of players. You know, Kevin De Bruyne, he, he was a traditional number 10. They made mm. him... Uh, a modern number 10 where he, he has to work for the team and all of that stuff. Anyway, if some stats, I, I, I thought it wasn't big because they were always like Mandy, five clean sheets. But so far, um, six clean sheets in for Chelsea. In, apart all, from the, in all competitions. Before, before they were scored by Sheffield. Yeah, in all competitions. Yeah, in all competitions, which is uh, yeah. good. And, and you know what's weird is that uh, Thiago Silva, out of that whole defense, was the one player nominated for the Player of the Month award. Uh, a lot of Chelsea fans stand by this, and, and we had a discussion with them over, over the weekend, uh, over at Homeboys. And they're convinced that he's the main reason, not necessarily Mendy, not necessarily Kurt Zuma's performance. He's the one guy you can pick out. I, I still need to see more, but he did get himself a goal. So that, that, that's no, quite but, cool but I would for him. agree with that because... Uh, as a keeper, if you're not confident of your defense, mm. as we saw, uh, was a case of Arsenal. Mm. We had Leno for a while, but Mustafi was in there for such a long time, so we just kept yeah. conceding. Whoever, goals. whoever's the keeper there, yeah, you're going to. Suffer, and Mustafi is yeah. in front of you. I mean, also yeah. Timo, Timo, and I told and I told you Red Bull Leipzig is not the same team without him. Cause of course, you of can't course. with missed. his statistics, you You'd couldn't miss. really like rule him out. Yeah. And he has a, after yesterday's game. You know, with, with RB Leipzig, right? Just just quickly when you bring it. It's it's not just that they miss the goals, right? It's also they miss having uh, that 
ability to worry the defense they're playing against, right? Because if if you're playing against Timo Werner, you're gonna play a low block. You're gonna play defenders that can cover in behind. He's fast because he's that quick. And you saw the goal that he scored. I mean, the ball broke to him, uh, and he didn't need. They use him like a winger now, and he even he even told uh, Lampard after the game was like, "Yeah, I talked to Timo, and Timo is comfortable on the left wing because yeah. there we can use him." We're not using him as like a traditional winger where he mm. has to cross the ball. It's like Tammy Abraham pulls back. He's playing more of a Giroud role. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and he got himself a weird bundly kind of like goal, but yeah. it's a goal nonetheless. I mean, a five, five, five in four after Sheffield. Yeah, yeah. He has five Good goals him, in mate. four games. Good for him, mate. And uh, West Ham Fulham one nil, and uh, it, it it shouldn't have been one nil. It should have at least ended one one. No, that that kid. How do you? How dare you? I feel him. No, I feel bad for him. You feel bad for him. I feel bad. I feel like him. he gets what he deserves, man. This no, guy should y- be benched. Yeah, of course. It's in life. You there's consequences to every action. But bro, come on. He's a young forward. He's talented. Adama Lukman. Uh, is it Adama? Whatever. Adimola. They, I, I think they call Adimola, him. Yeah. They call him Adi anyway. So Adimola. Adimola. Yeah, they yeah. call him Adi. So uh, I'd say um, he's. That can kill your confidence. That, like, uh, no, the thing is, how dare you, first of all, have that confidence? Because your team, Fulham, let's put things into perspective. Your team, Fulham, is fighting <laughs> Premier League relegation. Okay, There is no doubt there is go- they're going to be in a season-long relegation battle. Every single point counts. You've been given the responsibility to get something away from home. At West Ham. West Ham, by the way, is, is no small team right now. They're a tough team for any team they're facing. They're a tough opposition. You've seen it against Arsenal. You saw it against, West, against uh, Liverpool. They beat Le- Leicester 4-0. I mean, give them some respect. And then you go and try a Panenka. No, nah, I mean, bro, the thing is... Ah. No, no, look at it this way, Zuhum. You, you, you risk big, you, you get big. You know that guy's on loan. No, I know, but you risk big, you <sighs> get big. Well, I honestly, think about it. Even if you looked at the chip when he did it, mm. the keeper had already gone the wrong way. It was No, just, no he no, didn't no, go the no, wrong no. way. Well, life, Fabianski had gone the wrong no, way. No, it went towards him, Fabianski picked what I'm it saying. up. No, no, he, if he went the wrong way. This, uh, let me say what I'm saying. He went the wrong way. It's just that it was so weak that Fabianski could at literally stop himself. From I don't think ball. so. If I'm looking at the goal right now, and I'm trying to picture it for you guys, I'm trying to set the picture for you guys. If you're Ademola Lukman, okay, he dinked it somewhere towards the left, the right side of Fabianski, somewhere towards look, the left. Fabianski, it Fabianski left went all the way to the right, but that's the thing. With a Panenka, you, tr- you dip it, you dink it in the middle. You don't go left or right no, because you can go left no, right you if can't it has, go you can't if if it has more power if, if it, it has, has more power, power possibly but that's also the main issue is to send the keeper the wrong way now how you send the keeper the wrong way with the panenka because you're not showing direction well, he was devastated it he was, was disgusting devastated. Was it was disgusting listen this guy's on loan yeah i know you see like whatever happens to Ev- Everton no not from Everton he's come from RB Leipzig Oh, yeah, I think no, he's on loan from. Him, they bought him and then yeah, the out. point is, like he's on loan, and your this team is gonna need survival. But Mitrovic, Mitrovic was injured. That's why he took the penalty. Because Mitrovic is the. I'm the disgusted. Who's, 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 I think. I think. I hope he gets what he deserves, and I hope he gets benched. 
Because you can't do that. You have a sense of responsibility with a penalty. You cannot do that. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel bad for shit. I don't give a fuck, honestly. That guy deserves what he gets. You're, 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 being, you're being harsh. Bro. Nah, 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 nah. Especially me. Especially me. I, personally, I've always taken penalties for my team. No matter who's on that pitch, I was always the penalty kick taker. And I always banged them in because I had that sense of responsibility to give my team something to hold on to, to give my, my team a breathing room, some, some sort of breathing room. Ah, I'm disgusted. Anyway, Sunday kicks off with uh, West, West Brom, Brom Tottenham. versus Tottenham. And I'll tell you, I watched that game. Wow, that was one of the most difficult games to watch of the weekend. And then Harry Kane with... Uh, I'm but that's so what I'm t- okay. Anyway, I'm not good. No, it's true. No, you're no, right. I'm not despite no, 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 you make it. No, no, no. It's completely fair because that's the difference between him and Aubameyang. He can come up with a goal out of nothing. Simple as. No, Spurs. Anyway, Spurs. Def- the, this, this is also an issue that I'm trying to say that will uh, this will add up to everything that I'm going to talk about later. Mm. Spurs and everyone kept saying that. Borinho's tactics are outdated mm. and blah, blah, blah. The oh. counter doesn't work. Nini, nini. Literally, what Corona has done to the fixture list and how everything has started so quickly has pushed, has literally pushed the new modern day of how we need, every team needs to press. You need to be... Everyone Play from needs, the back. Yeah, everyone needs to be as fit as Ronaldo. You know, mm. you all have to be like... Uh, machines basically you know to play the game but the fixture list is creating a lot of injuries players are fatigued as much as Mm -hmm. you want to play it because managers are under the pressure that you can't like field a different team if it's winning but Mm. literally the players are tired so that those those gameplays for pressing don't work as much because you can do it for the first 60 minutes. You can't maintain it, Sindhu. Exactly, and yeah. then you're tired. And then that's why you need this. Uh, and that's why Mourinho moved Kane to a number 10 position. Because he's like, oh yeah, I can t- you're, you're, you're amazing already in scoring goals. For, formation-wise, formation-wise, it's actually Tanga Ndombele. Who was who in goes that ten role? Yeah, no information. And I expected that. But I he expected moves. That. He, he does, of course. He With the number ten, so you have to have that because he's also getting into more threatening positions as yeah. opposed to last season where he was forced to help out the midfield and the defense. Yeah, I, I just think with with Harry Kane. He drops deep and, and has amazing passing. So people think he has this number 10 role. I don't necessarily no, see is. it that he's, way. He's literally the only striker. And I'm, like, if you want to call out an out-and-out out number 9, I mean, Suarez was always a great number 9. But the best number 9 right now is Lewandowski. Mm. But if you want to call the type of player who embodies both a number 10 and 9, it's Harry Kane. Yeah, but I don't think necessarily no he's, like he's given that number 10 role. He is. Cause, I don't think cause, so. No, he is with who's around him. He has... Son, who literally was a left midfielder and now is like an left winger. He was a left winger. He was a left winger. He'll bang goals. You'll Mm. you'll trust him to bang goals. So Kane has been told, you know what, have freedom. You can move around the pitch the way you want. You can ask for the ball. Because he defends. You know know what? Let me just, this is my, no, let me tell you. This is my definition of Kane. He's an, an amazing number nine. And an amazing number 10. Who can do things that are attributes to number, number 10s. But I That's don't what think... I'm saying. You, you and, and, and you know why? I think that goal yesterday against West Brom shows you exactly what he's about. Of course he can pass the ball. Of course he can provide. He can bang from outside the box. He can make cute passes. He can even cross. At some point, remember, he started taking corners for yeah, England. And I get all that. He should be but, at number 10. But that goal shows exactly what he is. 
He's a proper number nine with amazing attributes. That's that's how I the, see then it. Then that's the literally he's a number nine with number ten attributes. You're yeah, basically yeah, yeah. saying the I'm same thing. I'm just saying he's just a he's, he's a number nine. <laughs> Who? He's a goal scorer with the number 10 attributes. Because he can pass. He let's just, let's just give him he what he is, passing. man. Because this guy, if he doesn't for Tottenham, he'd probably be in Real Madrid, Barcelona, and or one of these big, big teams. You know? He could actually, and, and you know, he's 27, he has 150 Premier League goals now. He could actually overtake Alan Shearer. He just needs about 111. Yeah, he should. Have, he, I don't think he should leave the Premier League. Yeah, I think he should try and stay and be a Premier League legend. Comes out. Anyway, 1-0, uh, that took them to number one for a bit. Right until uh, Leicester, until Leicester, yeah, I wouldn't say they stole the show. They stole the show, bro. I mean, I mean, they stole the position. I'll say that. Yeah, uh, they look, stole the they show, they man. got a penalty that I didn't think was a penalty. The defender uh, who conceded that penalty from Wolves couldn't have done anything to. Jamie Vardy is still showing why he's a consistent uh, Premier League. Yeah, but he also missed a penalty. Yeah, he missed, but he scored. Yeah, he also missed a penalty. Yeah, exactly. But he as scored, long but he as, missed. as long as he scores, he scored, but he missed a penalty. Yeah, as long as he scores, what is Obama? No, no, he's definitely consistent. What is Obama <laughs> doing? In 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 retrospect, yeah, exactly. I have to agree. Please. But look, uh, it was it was a, a very tactically closed off game. There weren't many shots. Uh, there were ten shots from 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 Leicester and te- and and about six shots from Wolves. Let's just call it as it is. Bro. It's a one nil game. This, and it was this, very this boring. This weekend, these Sunday games were very boring. Oh, we yeah, they really <laughs> were. I mean, we were the only team that conceded more than one goal. So and, and uh, I was confused as to how that happened. But anyway, the other two teams that played were the big the big boys. Yeah, the the big lads, uh, Man City, Liverpool. Yeah. I, I already shared my opinions there on on, on HBR fandom, but let me let me just man, man, I, personally. Let me our just fans reiterate. don't care about your opinions on HBR. Let me, this let is <laughs> fair, NFP, fair, this is NFP. fair, fair. So I thought both both teams deserved a point. I didn't think anybody did anything over the top to deserve the three points. Yeah. Um, there were good chances for either team either team to to take the lead kevin de bruyne obviously with that missed, penalty yeah. and then soon after trent alexander arnold had a great chance but ederson smothered it um and apart from that raheem sterling had a bit of indecision and i didn't think liverpool did it's much story of his life yeah yeah story of his life honestly he's so wasteful um yeah man i didn't think any i think i think liverpool will be happy with the point to be fair Yeah, Man City is the only uh, to be honest Man City was the team that had to show up. Yeah, they had to prove something because Liverpool had already started so well the season, right? Um but Man City needed to make another statement performance. They I don't know why it feels like I'm not watching a Guardiola team. It, right? It right? Like exactly. It's like he's been red carded for all these games and he's in the stands, he's not doing anything. I'm telling you, it's it's weird because it, it feels like he's lost control. Sort of, but that's how I think. That's how it is normally for him. After every four years, I think he's been there for five. Now. Yeah, almost, almost, almost five now. Yeah, yeah. And after a certain time, his teams just normally start becoming bland, for lack of a better word. They literally just don't know. It don't seem as exciting. You know, before it was like, oh, Man City comes, they crush you. Mm-hmm. It's if they're not crushing, they completely you, dominate yeah. you. They either they either pass the ball. They pass you off the park and score yeah. amazing goals, or they beat you two nil, one nil, and score like some iffy goals. But the point is, you never even touch the ball. Yeah, anyway, I'm not complaining. Uh, this is better than when teams used to dominate for ten, twelve years, and you're like, oh, what the <laughs> hell is going on? Man? All right, fair enough. So that's that's the one-one uh, game between City and Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the. Uh, 
Oh yeah, wait, I forgot to mention your boy, your boy Ben Rahma got an assist, you know. Yeah, he got an assist for yeah, this nigga with the Arab players, man. <laughs> all of an them, Arab. Algerians, Libyans, whether they're from Middle East, as long as they speak Arab, this guy will be like, if they're I'm they're, telling they're, you, nah, good, it so. has nothing to do also, with that. Also, your boy, wait, you. wait, wait, let me just say, let me big up all these Arab niggas Aha, of yours. Ziyech, he, he created yeah. more chances in, course, a, in any game than any other Premier League yeah. player has ever done. Yeah. It's like in one game. I'm telling you, that guy is a Riyad Mahrez with better passing. He's like, you yes. know what? No, you know what he is? He's, he's Riyad Mahrez with dribbling. He's close to odds. Not close. He's like similar to Ozil with his passing. Well, with that left foot. No one is going to touch Ozil. And to Did you I'm see the Ben Chilwell assist? Yeah, no. Even that, that, was, that, that was just dumb from Sheffield. That was just Fair. Dumb. How could you not close but, him? But that was but a great... But you know he has no, amazing passes. No, but that was passes. a pinpoint cross. I will not refuse that. I just finish what you're saying then. Also, yeah, finish so all these big boys. That's also, all, all these Arab niggas are coming to take the privilege <laughs> by storm. <laughs> Arab speaking, I should say this. Not There's also El Zate from from. I from don't Brighton. want to hear another one coming. <laughs> those are stories. Those are stories. Uh, you're all the haters. Yeah. Anyway, look, all I'm saying is that I just feel like Arab players really embody the technicality. They don't know how to do defensive duties. They don't know how to play that defensive stuff, right? They're just really good. No, I like at, how confident at, they are. Mm, like mm. Ben Rahma, when once he Ooh. came in, he he literally dribbled like I think two three guys. <laughs> yeah, now. in the first. I was like, I had my G, you don't want <laughs> we to wait. Get it. You don't want to wait for us to at least get used to you, you know. But anyway, anyway, let's get into this useless thing. Oh my days. You know what, Moody? Today I'm letting the floor is yours. I'm only adding accessories nah, to what okay. you're saying. Uh, Aston Villa is a great team. Let's yeah. talk about the first team, the the ex, the, fr- the starting lineup. You change. you must have seen that and, and thought Yeah. No, I, fa- I, I, fair I play. I'm not that big on Twitter. So uh, niggas need to follow me. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I did tweet. I was like, I honestly think Pepe should have started mm, instead of Saka. No, not instead of Saka. Instead of William. No, not me. Instead of Saka, because I wanted it to be a four-three-three, in where um, William goes into the number ten and Pepe. Because mm. if you use Pepe with as much as he hasn't showed up to his price tag. That directness of his would have given William a bit more free space because I Maybe. feel like perhaps we place too much responsibility on William, mm. and I'd understand that if he was in our team for three years. But we literally just signed him. Mm. There's no way he's going to adapt to he's your way of playing or Ateta's way of playing. Because, uh, or rather, so soon. But it doesn't look like. Does it look like any any of our players have a certain kind of freedom to play? No, no, no. They're they're mostly. I, I we mentioned this last time mm-hmm. when I was here on NFP. Uh, Thomas Partey was like, "Yeah, I know with Ateta's tactics, you have to stick to your position and you can't lose. But if you have confidence in yourself and in your team, then you can move out of position knowing that they'll cover for you." Mm. And I feel I don't know why it always feels like, you know, when and you know when you're watching this like digital um, map of the field and then they highlight the f- the one half of the pitch and they highlight the other half of the mm. pitch. Now that's Arsenal's story when it comes to fixing our problems. We highlight the attack and we'll buy Aubameyang, he'll be top scorer yeah. and start scoring and then we'll be like, oh, but our defense is so leaky, oh, Mustafi and blah, blah, blah. And we don't have this. And then we fix the defense and then our attack just dies. Just and I don't care what... People will say, I love Aubameyang, but I would trade him for even someone like Ikadi. I'd trade him for Jamie Vardy. Yeah. I'd, I would. I'd, well, I'd, I would. I'd, 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 I'd definitely trade him for Jamie Vardy. Uh, he's a great player, but 
I don't know why we've lost that we've lost that uh, essence of a striker being the the game changer. I don't know why it's more it's Ma- left I mean now. he it wasn't too long before he was that. A yeah, few, just a few months ago. And that's, and that's because and I keep saying he, the only reason he was shining is because the rest of Arsenal was shit. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the game a, as a whole, okay? Immediately the game started, we got warning signs. All uh who who McGinn, all, before McGinn. you start before you start bigging up anyone. Arsenal, can you please go and buy Grealish? One time, please. Let us not waste time. Actually, yeah. if, you could, if you could go buy McGinn, Grealish. Nah, I I'm telling I, you, uh, McGinn, they won't sell us. Grealish we would, first and of all, Ross Barkley. Let's look at it. Grealish is an English player. They'll probably sell him for like 100 and something You don't know we're going to pay about 80 million? Yeah, yeah. So the, 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 we can't get anyone let's not talk. Let's not talk about transfers right But now. Let's, let's just get him. Let's just get him. Yeah, I just want to say Let us just agree. get him. Because no. he's an Arsenal fan Big time, he's always uh, tweeting us, he's always, and he's in no, Aston Villa, agree. so can we please get someone who can show up what we are missing with Ozil? He's an upgrade on any of the technical, and I put this in quotes, technical midfielders that we have. Anyway, we got a warning sign from McGinn, okay? And we, maybe people say it's lucky, but if, we go, if we're consistent with the law, it's supposed to be a goal, no, but if law, we're consistent with the law, no, we, the thing is, this has happened before. It's not like Bernd Leno would have saved that shot, man. That thing was a But rifle yeah, into Barkley the top corner. Barkley was in his line of view. Yeah, he was. And and if there's any chance you're going to need to save that, um, you're going to need a clear line of sight. And it's fair play. And p- a lot of line people of are sight. saying... Sorry, why was I saying line of view? What type of English was that? <laughs> yeah, line of sight. Anyway, um, but soon after, we concede again. We, we got that warning sign and we didn't seem to react. We lost all 50-50s. We didn't look to create. We weren't looking to cr- take chances, um, take risks rather. It, it was just... A lot of people talk about creativity and of course that's a massive massive issue but Arteta's right he he talked about it after the game he said it just didn't look like we showed up to the game no, we everything we, we never, lost we never do and i kept saying this even last time as much as we were bigging up arsenal and uh, coming for naim when we beat them it was liter- we literally won that game on the on manchester united's mistake It wasn't because mm. we outplayed them and we made it seem like, oh, we're such a dominant force now. Because I kept saying it, our attack is blunt. We need that guy who comes to your house to sharpen kisses. Mm. We need that nigga now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, uh, Lacazette, I've been, I've been hoping this guy could show up to any of it. Even his rating on FIFA is different. To what I just like, I want the player who's on PlayStation to come to real life. Like, please, Bro, I, th- I, I think there's like a conversation to be had around certain players, but let's talk about the approach. The big, the big worry for me isn't even the lack of creativity. Remember, you <laughs> talked about fatigue, right? United have a case to talk about fatigue, right? Uh, Tottenham not not so much the pl- the teams like United that played so recently in, on Wednesday night then played against uh, played against Everton a big team compare a bigger team at least compared to Aston Villa um, and a tougher op- opposition. But we played on Thursday, no? We played Thursday, but to be fair, I mean, who started? Aubameyang didn't start. Lacazette didn't start. Partey and Elneny didn't start. Uh, Gabriel didn't start. I mean, so many players didn't well, start. True. My point For is, us, Champions we, League you can't pull your punches. So. Yeah, yeah. The point is, like, it looked like we were playing on half a tank. 
it looked like we were fatigued. It looked like we weren't going to win any 50-50s. It looked like we weren't going to try and be creative at all. And Tough that's the big worry. That's the big worry. No, but that's been that's I've been trying to say that about Arteta. I'm not I'm not an Arteta out person. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I, I don't have I don't think Arsenal has the time to start looking for replacements or even thinking of such a thing. Mm. But honestly, Arteta is starting to show his inexperience a bit because he'll he'll let's just be honest. Gabriel has made it seem like our defense has really improved because he's such a good player. He's no, 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 no. He's literally made it seem like. Him? Don't say made it seem. I disagree with that. Him, uh, Tierney, and uh, Leno have been rock solid. And David Luiz has shown up, to be honest, to be a leader and the type of game player Teta wants to play. It suits his style. No, but even statistically, Moody, it's not just with the defense. No, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying our defense, if you watch an Arsenal game, it's different from before. You know, before people were like, oh, we're scared of Aubameyang. You know, he might come and score us. Even if Ateta is not scoring, he gives he gives those openings to Aubameyang and blah, blah, blah. But now, everyone, whenever we talk about Arsenal ourselves, everyone else, it's always like, oh, wow, your defense is so good. Statistically speaking, you're one of the best defenses in the Premier League. You see... You're holding, uh, up, you're holding up all of that. Then to go get crushed by Aston Villa... I get that. And, and the thing is... What some are of we the, doing? Some of, the, some of the issues that I took from yesterday's games, right? Was it? It literally took maybe four, three, f- five passes to to, to, to to eventually get a shot on goal First from Aston Villa. How does Grealish and Barkley slow down the game that much and still get through? Uh, so, so let me let me finish my point. Statistically, I'm not looking at only the goals conceded. That's not where you take um, the main point. The main point is. We, we stopped allowing so many shots over the, last few, over the last few months. We stopped allowing so many shots against smaller teams, against big teams. We just don't concede chances as easily as we did before, especially under, for example, Una Emery. So for sure, the team collectively has been stronger defensively. But yesterday, but it's like, what? no, yesterday, it's like everything that they've been doing for the last few months, they just ripped it up and threw it away. That's that's what pissed me off. We, we went back to that old Arsenal mentality, like the soccer, like the soccer goal, the soccer own goal. It was the so easy, that, uh, it it was wasn't it? Wasn't it? Either way, it would have been an Ollie Watkins goal. Yeah, if but wasn't it easy? Like because March Target is it? Is that Target was the one who was allowed? He was in. on. There was like four. Other Bellerin defenders. is the one like, who let yeah, him go. Ev- he was literally in the box alone, and I'm thinking to myself, is no one seeing this guy hmm. behind them? Even even the even the McGinn shot that was disallowed, Party and I think El Neni were around him. Or yeah, I think Party and El Neni are the guys who allowed that shot. How how do you allow? It's like everybody just kind of. I don't know if there's an underestimation or or a, a, a cockiness that Arsenal nah, players nah, played they just, with. They fell asleep. To be honest, it was just you know the problem with football, especially in when you're a defender or you are at the back, is a lapse of concentration. And it's game over. Yeah. Literally, any team now in the Premier League can punish you, apart from Sheffield, West Brom, and uh, Fulham. <laughs> Those guys are just jokes. But anyway, any, but but, any but team what's what's the big them. worry for you? Of course, of course, we know My that issue creativity. Is it's not. It's it is. Of course, me, the creativity is an for issue. Me, the, for, okay, I'll, this is where I was going with my points earlier, which was the fixture list has piled up, so injuries are showing up. Uh, players are fatigued. They, as much as we, co- their machines, they, you can't expect them to play that many games and not feel it wh- when they come to the. Pre- they are how, athletes. They're being yeah, paid for. Especially how we get intense that, yeah. the Premier League is. But 
when Shakiri came for Liverpool, he was played in the number 10 position. And literally, if you look at the goal he assisted, that that sumptuous uh, the, pass, the two you know, games the that he came where, through, yeah, where you know you're you're thinking to yourself, um, someone could have stopped that, but it's also those passes that you're like too cute. Yeah, it's, too it cute. was it was so it was so unexpected that you just you just and who's the king of doing such passes? It's no 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 who? It's Messer Ozil. Yeah, and it's, it is Messer Wasn't even included into the, into the team. If you're gonna keep going back no, to I'm that, I'm going honestly. to keep going back to it because. The Premier League as it stands now with how Corona has done, what Corona has done to it, what the fixture pileup is doing, injuries and all of that, managers are forced to play that type of formation where you, you expect a number nine, I mean a number 10 hmm. to unlock the defense for you. Of course, yeah, everyone still wants the pressing and blah, blah, blah. But if anyone would have shined in the, uh, in the Premier League, the state hmm. that it is right now, it's Mesut Ozil. And teams are much, conceding quite yeah, a few exactly. goals. Yeah, and as much as I'd love to say, oh yeah, we can wait to January and all, that's we can wait for it. But then if you're going to get rid of a player of that caliber because of political reasons or a statement from the club or all of that bullshit that they, that's behind the scenes, mm. then at least buy someone who's going, to, who's going to do that job because I love that we've got in party and he's a, definitely a big improvement. Gabriel and yeah, all these guys. Yeah, but if you're going to, there's cheaper options for that. There's literally people you could have gotten that could have filled in that role. Ben Rahma, he was bought by West Ham. If you wanted someone who was going to unlock defenses and give you that last final ball, why didn't you get someone like him? Mm. Right, uh, oh, this guy from uh, what do you call it? I don't know how to say. Soboslai. Yeah, Soboslai. Whatever from. Yeah. Uh, from the, our, the our, our Salzburg. Yeah, Salzburg. Rasenbuls, mm. whatever. Yeah, yeah. He can do that job as well. You know, I mean, honestly, I Arsenal, get Arsenal's uh, I get failings that. come from the transfer window. The fact that they're letting uh, political issues get the best of their games. Uh, and and thirdly, Ateta Ateta has really stuck to his guns. But sometimes you just need to understand yeah. that you're not always going to be right as the leader. Just accept your failings and work on them. And so for me, that's where I stand with Arsenal. I agree with some of what you said to and a certain our extent. Is blunt as it's fuck. too blunt. If you look at it, um, I'm, I was just getting some stats, especially from Orbino. Orbino, if you want some Arsenal stats, by the way, fully. Uh, they're just Arsenal facts. Follow him on Twitter, Orbino, O-R-B, like Robinho, you know, Orbino. Uh, he says only Wolves and the bottom four teams have scored fewer goals than Arsenal in the Premier League this season, okay? If you, if you look at it, it that, that's, that's shocking. It's actually six hours and 26 minutes since Arsenal last scored a goal from open play in the Premier League. What Arteta is failing to do right now the, is getting this Arsenal team to function going forward. Just being functional. Yeah, of course, people talk about the 35 passes. I'm the one who mentioned that stat last weekend. The 35 passes before we worked it on to... Once uh, in a blue what, No, 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 no. It's, it's, that's something that's become a characteristic of ours. We can play out the back. We can maintain the ball. We can do it well. But the thing is, that's where the problem comes, is we keep it very well up until we come to the final third, and then we miss that player to just instigate, to, f- to try something, to, to really make that risky pass or make that risky run and try that risky link-up between him and his teammates. We miss that. And that's why, for example, some, I was calling for Joe Willick to come on. Willian and Lacazette, let's talk about them right now individually. We know fun- as a team what Arteta has to do. He has to learn quite a bit. 
because also, his inexperience is definitely showing. I feel like Ateta is misusing Aubameyang because he of expects course. he expects him to cross the ball. Yeah, like, I mean that's something you don't want to see, is it? Like uh, the, what I was saying with Lampard, how he uses Werner. Werner is not a left winger in the sense where he's given the ball to now drive it forward and then cross it. Mm. If you watch, if you literally watch, it's like if they're using a four-three-three formation. When they're attacking and Werner is there, it switches to a four-three-one-two. I think. Yeah, they're four, about three, one, two. The, the point is, he gets Timo Werner in attacking exactly. positions. Exactly. Abraham pushes back. Ziyech is given freedom on the right, and then Werner pushes in for the. I get the, that, Moody. That's how we're supposed to be using Obama. His wait. speed. His speed. He's wait, literally. Wait, that's what he me, is. You you keep addressing this, and I have to address this now. He was doing that when Arteta was our manager just a few months ago. And he was doing that. Dead. Why it's not working now? I can't. I can't speak to that. I don't know why it's not working now. Party the point is, the team, bro. The ch- the system has to change. Before with Zaka, you could al- you, it was it was af- you could afford Obama in such space, you know. And tell him maybe to do maybe that. maybe that's a good point because Zaka would actually with his left foot he passes exactly, on to the, the left party, side. The game has Fair. switched because it's Alenian party now. Mm, both right footed yeah, exactly. midfielders. So they're not going to you're not going to. But you have Zaka there in midfield. Fuck Zaka, man! I'm tired <laughs> of this kid, man. I saw these people keep mentioning him like he's our saving grace, man. He's not our saving grace the kid is young he still has a lot to learn you can't put that I'm much n- pressure on him you're, you're getting me wrong he's not doing anything for <laughs> us every time you that I've watched every time that I've watched Saka play every time that I've watched Saka play wallah he's not done anything for us that's, he had that's, his, that's no, not no, true he had his good games where everyone was like oh this is a kid for the future he is I'm not taking that away from him but he is not our saving grace and I'm not saying this because Ozil is not in the squad or that, all of that blah 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 nonsense Honestly, Saka is not our creative influence. He's never going to be. He's tried to do it. I've watched it in Aston Villa game. We've seen he him was do it. dead. He we've was seen dead. him do it. He I, was dead just like be, everyone else. Bro, even me, if I played for Arsenal right now, I would have one of those games. Nah, but listen, you can, you're not going to go you, and say, you literally is the made next a statement. You literally made a statement, and I will address it. You say he's failed to do it. But he's he failed. Had, he he's didn't. Failed. He didn't. Against Sheffield United at home. No, sorry. West Ham United well, at home. The position when against the, the, West the Ham table, United bro. at home. Let me, let me explain. Against West Ham United at home, he literally did that. He passed the ball on to Danny Ceballos because there was movement. I think the, one of the biggest issues isn't just the fact that maybe we're missing the players to make those key passes. I think these players are more than capable to make those nice key passes, those cute passes in between defenders. I think they can. But also... The runs. Do you see people making runs? Yeah, but bro, that's if you have the type of players who will pass you the ball. No, I think it's because... Think about it. If you had someone like De Bruyne... Come on, El Neni clearly can make that pass. Danny Ceballos can make that yeah, pass. Yeah, they can, but they Granit don't. Granit Xhaka can make that but pass. They don't. Because there's not enough movement, and in that, my opinion. No, but that's, that's not their profile. They can. That's the thing. Their, abil- their football ability allows them to do that. But that's not their profile. Because if you have someone that's like De Bruyne point. who's at the back, you know... If you see him with the ball, you're going to make the run because you're confident. You're 100% confident that mm. he's going to get the He knows what you're trying to do. Yeah. Same thing with Ziyech and how it's been clicking with, with Chelsea. Mm. He, he's, a, he's a driving player. He like with passes, not with all the dribbling and all. He can do that. Mm. But you know he's going to give you the ball at the forward. We've 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 kicked out our player who could do that. Now we don't have we've all the the reinforcements that we've gotten a defensive midfielder player. A lot of a lot so of you them. can't be like thinking to yourself, 
you know they can do that. You're mm. like, oh yeah, I know they can pass that. But that's not their game style. Even if you watch Ceballos, when he goes, he goes to receive the ball, he's dribbling, he's dribbling, then he looks for the short pass. Mm. He's not looking for the he's not looking for that, you know, that through pass or that sumptuous uh, long ball that like, comes directly to where you want it, you know? Uh, even then even if he tries it, he doesn't always have the yeah, ability don't to always do it. He's not, he's not the most consistent performer in terms of that kind of pass. Exactly. So, so what do you think Arsenal need? No, uh, we definitely Because, uh, need an attacking midfielder. I think we need more than one. No, we need... We need I, I think we... I'll, I'll say we need an attacking midfielder. Get Ozil back into the Premier League squad. No, because you need him as squad depth. Sawa, if Sawa, you're not Sawa. going to use okay, him, okay, fair. I get team, it. I get it. You definitely. But let's not let's not use the same no, argument I'm again. Going and, to again. You, and I said this from the beginning. You guys are going to hear me pleading Ozil's case every single time. <sighs> okay, I'm okay, sorry. It, that's just Sawa, get Ozil back for squad depth. But going we forward, need to sell, we especially need to sell, we need to sell our strikers and get some new ones. I think we definitely need to sell Lacazette. Also, I think Nketiah needs to go on loan. I don't think. I want Nketiah at Arsenal. To be no, honest. no, I think he needs to go on loan. Do you know his average goal distance, f- the shots from goal that he scored from, the distance, that average, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to... Yeah, I get you it. Get what I, I, I get yeah, what his average goals are five meters away, about yeah, five meters away. That's, that's, that's all he'll be. I don't, not, not, not I don't want him. We're not playing I don't want him. I don't want him. I don't want him. Because the thing is, if you're removing Lacazette and you're putting as Ateta, you're putting in Ketia in to supplement that, then of course the message changes. Start Balogun. No, you, I, I, I like the kid Balogun, <laughs> but then if, if you're going to put in Ketia, don't put him with the same system that will, would complement Aubameyang or Lacazette. It's like I if you're... T- if you, literally, as you know, when you remember how you, in, before when a manager is putting in a guy, mm. he tells him, yo, this is the message I want you to pass along to people. The guy comes in, runs to the player he's been told to say what he says, then goes to his position. Getty just comes, and then you're like, oh, wow. So we're going to play the same game that Lacazette was failing yeah. at. Yeah. You're going to do that to someone who's shorter than him. He's actually the same height, probably. And you're going to be But like, even then, he doesn't have that... He's They both can't. Exactly. Yeah. He's not ahead. He's not, he's, he's not Giroud. He's not Ibrahimovic. But regardless, I mean, like Azat, I think it's come to the point where he just can't do it, man. He just seriously yeah, can't a, do it. Watch him and Aubameyang be friends on Instagram or something. Man, I want, I want, <laughs> I want Aubameyang to start up front. Anyway, um, clearly a lot of frustration from us Arsenal fans. It has been a very Arsenal centric uh, podcast uh, no, his name is missing so definitely <laughs> we're going to share our pain when he's not yeah, there yeah yeah, yeah 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 let's get that out of the way this time. yeah so anyway uh, we thank you again for all the interactions and all the listens so far um, it's a two week break but next week we will have something uh, for you guys as well there's going to be a bonus episode uh, where we discuss some on the pitch or maybe off the pitch shenanigans uh, with a bit more in-depth analysis so yeah man we'll hopefully hopefully you guys have a great week ahead uh we can see the suns come out after some clouds and maybe maybe that could be a statement for us especially as arsenal fans the sun will shine again moody don't no, no, worry bro. you know we've been saying this for no 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 moody you are you are the the most pessimistic of course and the most polarizing arsenal fan no, no, i have I'm, ever met I'm last week last week we watched the game with you and you were up in arms Uh, shouting, you know, Arteta's beef. No, you know, no, I was only saying the goal. Living. I said the goal uh, was beef. I didn't say Arteta is beef. I personally, if I'm any, if I'm an Arsenal fan, Arteta is not my 
is not my saving grace. I don't see him as mm. someone who's like oh you're not he's, not, he's not our Jesus technically. Uh, he's not our Jesus. So I don't think anybody can replace Jesus to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you know it's a figure of state. You're going to have to sign that guy from about for about 50 uh, million from from Man City. <laughs> anyway, um yeah, have a great week ahead guys. Moody, anything else you want to say? Nah, you guys have a good week. Um inshallah we'll see you guys soon. All right, man. Take care guys.